0: I'm Aesan and welcome to another 9320 podcast special. Today I'm delighted to be talking to former Olympian and author of Pep Confidential and Pep Guardiola the Evolution, Marty Peranau.
1: Welcome, Marty. Welcome, thank you very much. Um how are you? Uh fine, thank you. Not Excellent. not not too bad. Um I'm I'm sorry again for my poor English.
0: Come on.
1: I apologize again. I learned it Nothing during this year. <laughs> you must have learned a little bit. No, no, no. Uh, listen, uh, I, I want. I, uh, first of all, I want to express my my feelings to to the people of Manchester. Um, the terrorist attack was uh, was terrible. Has been terrible, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give my my support to the families of the victims, the they wounded, and, and all the good people of, of, of Manchester. Uh, the, the poet Tony Tony Walsh said, uh, "We stand strong together and uh, forever and forever Manchester."
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much, Marty. Um, okay, listen. I want to uh, I want to begin by asking you to give me a. Give me your feeling on the season as a whole. Like, what were your highlights? What was your biggest disappointment in watching the
1: team? What did you enjoy the most? Uh, the season was disappointed by by the results. That's that's true. That's uh, um, that's a real thing. Yeah. It's not a big surprise. It's not a big surprise because um, I wrote in in. in in the book last year, in Pep, the evolution, than the first season of Pep at Manchester City will, has, will be very difficult for for him and also for the players. Do you remember um, half of the team are over 30 years old? Um, and I I, I think it was very easy to, to understand and then the adaption uh, will be long and and strong and hard. Yeah. And I wrote on the book, then until February, March of uh, 2018, don done will be the fruits of the, of the work. Uh, I, I wrote that in, in July of last year, not, not at this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was For for me, it's not a big surprise, but it's true that it's a disappointed uh, season without trophies and with uh, some matches done bad players and especially with uh, for me, the the big matter of of the season is uh, City was too soft in both areas.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I think the people know very well that in in his own area was too soft, too many goals. The problems with goalkeepers, problems with all the defense, but also too soft in in the attack area. Uh, you know, um, the, the the technical staff of City has um, some uh, some numbers about the big chances. A big chance. It's Not the number of shoots or uh, like this, but big chances is for understand the, 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 the action of Kevin De Bruyne against Chelsea. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. Well,
1: we do, know. You know, do you know how many big chances has been Chelsea during the season? How many? 59. In total, that's In the total. number
0: of big chances they created. Yeah,
1: yeah. how many big chances has been? Manchester City? 70, A- 80? A- 89.
0: Wow. And we, so how many of those 89 did we score, do you know? Or did yeah. we miss 89? Uh, half. Wow. Okay. So we, we, we scored cool. half and we, we missed half of those chances.
1: Yeah. So uh, for me, that's the resume of the season. Too, too soft in both areas.
0: Mm. what for you personally was there was there a highlight was there something that you enjoyed in watching in this team?
1: I think um, for me it don't, don't exist uh, a, a global very good match during okay. the season. Uh, City has played very well sometimes. Some days, some matches, during only some minutes. Mm, probably the best matches was uh, um, in January, February, until the injury of Gabriel Jesús. Mm-hmm. And after that, especially it's some ironic, but especially the matches against the top team of Premier League. Against Chelsea, against Arsenal, against uh, Tottenham, Hotspurs. Not not the first match; in yeah, it's so, yeah, the second match. Um, I think this this matches was very good player, player, but not very good finished. Yeah. Um, don't exist uh, one big match, then you can say, oh. This is the big global match. than City played very, very well.
0: What about Barcelona?
1: I think City played most well in Barcelona than in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. I'm I'm very, very interested in the way that you see that. Um, why, why do you City, think City play very, very well in Barcelona? Yeah, uh, and and they lose. Four zero it was a terrible result, but they play very well. Do you remember the the problem of, uh, of Fernandinho inside of the area in the, in the first goal? Absolutely, absolutely. Big mistakes from Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne, two of the most technical players of the team. For okay, the second goal, that's right. <laughs> well was a match plenty of mistakes Claudio Bravo mistake and, and so on but they play very well at, uh, at home they they don't play so well I think Barcelona play very well in the first half and the normal result was 0-2 for Barcelona at the half time
0: yeah.
1: but um, that, uh, that doesn't happen happen. And finally, in the second half, Manchester City play strong, fast and um, deserve absolutely a a big win.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, Listen, I want to take you back to the very beginning of the Premier League season. The first kind of five or six games where um, it looked like City were playing in a fashion that, that was very... Guardiola esque, and we were winning games comfortably. Um, what do you think the initial thoughts of Pep and the coaching team were around that period? Do you think that they already knew that there are problems coming, or did they were they did, did
1: it feel easy at the beginning? No, for me, in, in my opinion, the not was uh, easy. The the, the the initial success I think was a mix of uh, of uh, a good way of play, some players who surrendered beyond their means. I, I I thought about Kolarov. Yeah. The Kolarov uh, first uh, eight matches was amazing. Yeah. Were amazing. But uh, that wasn't their normal level, uh, pe- level or performance of Kolarov. Um, also, the rivals were very surprised by, surprised by this way of play. And I think this mix of, of, of things was, the, as a result, uh, 10 matches without loss. But um, on these matches, uh, there exist some symptoms of problems. For instance, uh, the Bravo mistake against uh, Manchester United, I think, was a, a little bit symptom of problems on the goalkeeper. Um, the, separate, the separate lines on Glasgow against Celtic, yeah. do you remember? Absolutely. That? Throw, I think it was a, a symptom of some problems about the understanding of players, of this way of play. And finally, uh, at London against Tottenham, um, this match, I think, we, we, we saw the problems with the fallbacks. Yes. Not until this, this day, but uh, at this day of uh, October, I think uh, we understand that the fullbacks um, will be a problem during the season as, as, uh, as happens. Uh, I think Pep was um, Pep tried to 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 confirm that the four fullbacks can play like he he like. But um, but finally, it was very difficult. So you so you think that going
0: because it's a question that I was going to ask you later, but I'm going to ask you now anyway. Um, uh, there was a feeling among city supporters last summer that the big priority in the transfer market should be the fullbacks because they're too old. Do, so do you think that going into the season, Guardiola felt that he could get? Zabaleta, of Clichy, Sanya to play in the way that he wanted and it was only as the season unfolded that he began to realise this is not going to happen
1: well I think um, the, the, the first uh, I, I think the first plan of Pep when he has arrived at Manchester was to change many people Many, many players. Mm-hmm. I can't say it exactly how many. But uh, it's clear that the, the team of uh, 2016 was a, a team who in his majority is uh, signed by Mancini or Manuel Pellegrini.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, there are 12 people uh, over 30 years. And he, try, he tried to, to, to sing some people who finally didn't arrive, like uh the, like Laporte from Atletico Atletic Bilbao, yeah. And tried also to sing some fullback one or two, but wasn't wasn't finally wasn't make an agreement with nobody. Mm-hmm. He started training. Uh Thava, Sanya, Kolarov and Klitsch, training very well. And he made an effort to, um, to make confidence with with these four players and at the start at the beginning was uh, seems a good decision but finally um, it wasn't a, yeah. a good decision yeah.
0: um do you think that the change because it was around it was after celtic and uh, around that period when the problems began to i guess appear on the pitch during games do you think that that is w- one of the major reasons that we moved to a to try and play with three nominal centre backs and use Sane and Sterling in very wide areas, almost as wing backs?
1: Absolutely. Do you think, do you think absolutely. the reason
0: for that was just because he felt that the fullbacks weren't that he needed to change the system to to basically try and play without those
1: fullbacks? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, the the match against Tottenham. Um, was uh, for me the worst the worst match of the season yes of course not not by the result but the performance the performance uh, and also the symptoms of oh we have a problem with the fullbacks we have a problem with understanding the, this way of play we have also a, a problem in the midfield uh, so During after the after this match, um, um, during the um, international break, Pep and the staff work about the three-four-three to try and to put in on the midfield in the midfield uh, Ilkay Gundogan close to Fernandinho Silva and De Bruyne. And to play with without fullbacks, without uh, um, fullbacks on his position, is for that that uh, against Everton uh, at home he played with um, Stones, Otamendi, and Clichy as uh, three three backs. Yeah. They play very well.
0: That was actually a good game. That was an ex. That was a we. Strangely enough, that was maybe I feel our best performance with three at the back, and we didn't win.
1: Yeah, was an amazing match, but was a final draw. Yeah, that that happens again uh, some weeks after with uh, against Southampton. Yeah, uh, another draw. They play very well also against West Bromwich with uh, three back and, and Gundogan in the midfield. But the, 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 the bad results about this system, 3-4-3, three, three, um, provoke an emotional fail, an emotional fall in some players. Wow. Okay. Why? Because if you play with this system and you win everything is fine. Yeah. But if you play very well and everybody said, oh, we are playing very well, but the result is not good, finally, um, you you have do- doubts about these systems, which is a normal, I think it's a normal, uh, if it's a normal me, thing. <laughs>
0: if you don't mind me asking, do you think that the doubts
1: came from the defenders or from the midfield? I think from everybody, because a team is a, it's a global group of people. Um, when, when you play very well, but the result is not good, everybody mm, is uh, in, a, in a bad day. Uh, your goalkeeper makes some mistakes. Your defense some, some, makes some mistakes. Your midfield do not stop the counterattack of the rival. Your uh, forwards don't uh, put the big chance on <laughs> the net. Yeah. Well, it's a global problem, not only one of of one line of the team. So, I think this emotional fall was um, an important. So you don't All think the
0: you don't think it was a lack of intelligence in the players? No, it was, it was a it was genuinely just a lack of belief or, or a mentality issue.
1: No, I I think there are intelligent and there are um, tactical, very very good. Yeah, of course, uh, Silva and de Bruyne are, are probably the best uh, tactical players of the team. But in general, everybody is very intelligent from the tactical point of view. But um, it's not easy to, to to go again and again when the results are not good. Mm. And it's very normal to be doubts about the system or about the, um, our own our level of performance. Mm, and you need to play every three days with uh, these uh, this, uh, doubts uh, about you. Yeah. And if you lose a match like Leicester with three big mistakes in 18 minutes. So uh, that's uh, from the emotional point of view. That's very hard.
0: Was was Pep disappointed that
1: the players
0: were that the that the players weren't strong enough in their heads to? To deal with the the evolution of what he was trying to do,
1: or do you think he understood it from a player's point of view? Was uh, but it's not only only about the players. Also, also Pep was um, um, was uh, emotional problems because were were emotional problems because for him it's not wasn't easy this uh, this. Period of the season, yeah. uh, you know, he he has the he he used to to win uh, every match. Seventy uh, percent of the matches of his career, he he has win, and when he lost or draw. Uh, today and uh, and three days after and three days after and you lose again Barcelona and you lose against Leicester it's not easy also for Pep. It was a, a new situation also for him. So during some during some weeks there exists an emotional fall from some some players, not not every everybody of course. A different situation uh, from Pep. Yeah. A difficult to, to decide what's the best system for the team, because when you play very well with 3-4-3, three, three, the results aren't uh, well, uh, plus some bad results. And finally the injuries of Gundogan and Gabriel Jesus. Then for me was uh, that two injuries were terrible also. So if you had to if you were going to
0: pinpoint what affected the season negatively the most, what would it be? What situation do you think affected the team, the results pep the most in a negative fashion?
1: it's difficult to elect one. <laughs> there exists more. Um, I think probably the the shoot to the wood of uh, Kevin De Bruyne against Chelsea.
0: Wow, you really think that that
1: yeah. one moment changed
0: yeah. everything?
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, I think this this should uh, could be the two zero, yeah, and probably many things was changed. I don't know if Manchester City could to to, to for the title. I but I think there has been a pinpoint, point. Yes, but another one. I think we we can comment three big injuries. One of them is uh, uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah. His injury changed all in the midfield. Mm-hmm. The second one was uh, for me most important than the Gundogan injury was the Gabriel Jesus injury at February at uh, Huddersfield Stadium.
0: Yeah.
1: When the team has started uh, and a strong and uh, energetic way and cut this uh, this uh, start of change of rhythm and the third big injury is of the of the Bini company yeah. i think in, in the in the last 6 weeks we know that it's very different to defense with company or not absolutely do you think Pat trusts Vinny? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. That's a company. It's a great centre-back. And especially, he improved his uh, colleagues. I, I he, he remember me, uh, Carlos Puyol at Barcelona. Ah, interesting. When you, you know, when, when Barcelona seen uh, Gerard Piquet at 2008 with, with Pep as coach, uh, Gerard Piquet has, uh, I don't remember, 21 years old, more or less. Uh, was a young people with many, many, many doubts But he played close to Carlos Puyol. And Gerard Piquet today is one of the best uh, defense of the wall because during some years he played close to uh, Carlos Puyol and I think if John Stones who is also a young play, a, a young defense similar in his skills to, to Gerard Piquet, I don't know if John Stones in, in 10 years will be a, a, one of the best defense of the wall or not but if he could play with company as as his colleague uh, the things who was be, was be very different yeah
0: okay um i'd like to ask you about a couple of individual players um to begin with raheem sterling is a player who seems to really divide opinion amongst supporters i'm really fascinated by what Pep thinks of the impacts Raheem has had this season and what he thinks of him as a player?
1: I understand the supporters because Ras has been a very good skills. He's fast. He has a very good dribbling. He's intelligent from the tactical point of view. But finally, he has, he has some mistakes also. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes during the dribbling, sometimes uh, normally more, more mistakes during the, the shoot, the final shoot. Yeah. And it's a player who divides the, um, the opinion. I, I understand I think Pep has uh, great confidence with him. He has played many, many, many matches during the during the season. Uh, I think uh, he's an important player for the next seasons, of course. But he needs to improve, also.
0: Yeah.
1: Like like everybody.
0: <laughs> of course. Do you think that he has the right, in your opinion? You think he has the right mentality to improve on the Pep?
1: I suppose, yes. Yeah. I suppose, yes. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Who, who has a good mentality, good disposition to learn and he training very well. I I, I think yes, he has He has uh, this mentality, of course, yes. Okay.
0: Um, The other player I wanted to ask you about was Claudio Bravo. Now, firstly, from your opinion, um, are you surprised by the difficulties he had in settling in Manchester and also the difficulties in, in terms of the actual games that he played, the number of mistakes that he made?
1: Yeah, I'm surprised, yes. Yes. I know Claudio Bravo from Real Sociedad and especially from Barcelona. He was uh, was amazing at Barcelona, amazing. He played uh, as a goalkeeper in in the Liga title of Barcelona two two seasons and he played amazing. Uh, And I don't understand exactly what happens at Manchester with, uh, with him. It's not a problem of, of uh, training or um, adaptation or um, mentality or I don't I don't understand I, I, I think it's, it's only a problem of, self-confidence of okay. self confidence of himself. He he made the first mistake again mm-hmm. in the first match match against Manchester United. Uh, do you remember the mistake? And, of uh, and after the mistake uh, in Cam against Barcelona, and many, many too much mistakes. Probably, in the numerical way, it's not not too much mistakes. I know, for instance, than, than Joe Hart at Torino, he make many mistakes
0: yeah.
1: in, in number not not so different than Claudio Bravo at Manchester City no. you know that the president of Torino said once uh, that Joe Hart make uh, too much mistakes yeah uh, so but from the emotional point of view uh, Joe Hart mm, survived of, uh, at Torino mm, to his mistakes and Claudio Bravo don't survive from the emotional point of view this season at, at Manchester.
0: Yeah.
1: I think his, his main problem was emotional.
0: Do you think Bravo, I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, obviously, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to answer it, but I'm curious. Do you feel that going into next season, he will be the number one goalkeeper and then or do you feel that now, with Ederson coming into the club, that Claudio he'll struggle to 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 get that number one shirt back?
1: I don't know. I I think it's too early. Okay. I, I think prob- probably on the on the next season. Not probably. Not sure. On the next season will be more internal competence um, on the team for every position. Yeah. That will be absolutely true. Um, for instance, uh, uh, on the midfield, uh, they will be Fernandinho, Yaya Toure, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, Gundogan Silva. There are six names and there are three positions.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: That, that, that will be more... Uh, Internal competence, concurrence, more rotations also, yeah. more more easy for to be fit on the big uh, moments of the season. So that's that will happen also on the on the goalkeeper. Of course, um, I think Ederson is a, a very very good goalkeeper, and if Claudio Bravo like to be the the, the number one will need to improve very much. Not in his skills, in his technical skills, but especially in his personality, in his uh, emotional uh, position.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, There's two... Now, obviously, Guardiola's got a a long history of developing young players and promoting players from the academy. Um, Just looking forward into next season... Um, what do you think the future holds for Alex Garcia and pa- Pablo Maffeo? Do you think that they will stay with the first team or do you think they'll both get
1: loaned out? I think Alex I, I, will be have a very difficult position because, you know, uh, we asked just some seconds ago to, to the six strong midfielders. Yeah. And I think for, for him, Don, Don will be fine to be this, the seventh midfielder who never play. Yeah. Uh, because at his age, he needs to play.
0: Absolutely. That's why I asked the question.
1: And Pep has a very good confidence in him. But, but you know, he, he has played not too much minutes last season. Yeah. Not too much minutes. And I think it um, will be very difficult to be, um, I don't know, uh, 2,000 minutes during the season will be very difficult if you have uh, to compete against Yaya Toure, Fernandinho, Gundogan, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, I don't know what will be the decision of and Chiki, but uh, I think play. he need he need to 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 play two thousand minutes minimum of the season mm-hmm. for to try to develop his, and I think will be difficult to play this kind of minutes at Manchester City, and the same for, for for Pablo Maffeo. He's he's playing very well at Girona, but Girona is the second division of Spain. But he play and he can to to. Develop his skills. I don't know if he come back at city. He could play also two thousand minutes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Other, the other the other thing is the the very big young people of from academy. The everybody knows that in July during the pre season Pep will call. Phil Foden, Jadon Sancho, and Brain Diaz. Yep. Probably more, more, and and probably more people, but there's three guys, especially to the Tour, to the Preseason, to the Tour, to, the, to America. And I think they will play against big teams during the Preseason.
0: Do you think any of those three has a... I, and, do you think it's too early for those three next season?
1: Yeah, there are 70 years old. Yeah. I remember it. it's it's not a I will explain a, a little bit secret, but not not, not a, a great secret, but Pep loves very much. Phil Foden, Jadon Sancho and Brahim Diaz. Yeah uh, that's that's true. That's, he he knows very well and he talked many times about this, about these three guys, but There are 17 years old and I think the normal process is to to make the press press season with the first team to play, if if they deserve on the training to play with the team uh, some matches during the press season per instance against Manchester United Um, but after that I think will be very difficult to be a um, a position uh, a fix a fixed position on the first team. Perhaps they they can play on the um, on the um, I don't remember the name of the four t- cup. Ah, oh, the, the cup,
0: um,
1: yeah the um the the league cup. The league cup, yeah. perhaps to play some some matches I, with the team and. In 2018, try to to make the final jump to the first thing. Okay.
0: So basically one more year of development and then next summer, look at if they're ready to take that step. Okay. Um, Marty, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Next question. Um, Do you think Pepper's enjoyed his first year in england just in a very the he's always wanted to coach in the premier league he got his opportunity he's you know he's at a big club he's in manchester from a personal point of view do you think he's enjoyed it
1: yeah of course he's he's very happy at manchester he's enjoyed it with with his job at manchester city and and to a coach on, on the Premier League. He's disappointed by the season, of course, of course. Very disappointed with with uh, the results of the results of the season, not the process of the season. He learn, he's adapt. He knows very well his players, the rivals, the Premier League, the atmosphere, and he will try to improve uh, on the next season. But he's very happy, absolutely, absolutely. I never, I never, I never saw, so happy, so comfortable Pep than in, in, in this Manchester time. Wow. Okay. So, So sometimes the people think that to be enjoyed and happy and comfortable is, um, it's due to the success and, of course, the success. Uh, we, everybody loves the success, and the trophies, okay, and to win. And, of course, Pep loves to win and likes to win. But you, you can be happy and comfortable also if uh, sometimes you don't win. And this is the case of Pep this year.
0: That's very good to know. Do you think that... Because obviously he only signed a three-year contract um, and we're 12 months into that contract. And you feel as though the real... Because this is a question that a lot of supporters ask me as well, that this idea that if the real fruits of what Guardiola is doing we won't see until 2018, well, his contract expires in 2019. Do you think he'll stay longer?
1: Well, the main question is that Pep never <laughs> means about this matter. <laughs> he, he he never uh, mean about uh, his contract, the duration of his contract, and and that he was only day by day, only on the next season, only in the next match. I
0: understand.
1: And he he don't like to to himself about this. Mm, so. I'm absolutely sure hundred percent he don't mean about this until now. But I'm sure also that during this next season, in some moment, I don't know where, he and Franzo and Caldun and the top level of the club will talk about this, of course. I don't know where. Probably not during the the most hot part of the season, with matches every three days. But perhaps in in some moment um, he will min and he will talk about about this. Mm. But I don't know what will be the, the uh, his answer. He's at Manchester, very happy with the club, with Kaldun, with Ferran Soriano with Chiqui, with the players, with the academy, with the fans, with the city. Um, so, everything ran well. I don't know. But I don't know what will be his final decision, okay. in my opinion. Um, I, wrote, uh, I wrote in the book that a meet or a long-term project and he need time for to develop his ideas the the skills of the players this this way of play the academy players he need time but um, this is a very personal matter of him of course, of
0: course. um perhaps talked a lot about the City becoming a big club, the idea of City becoming a big club. Um, And something that he said recently that really surprised me, two things he said that surprised me. Um, The second one first was when he said that, uh, I thought he was very open and very candid when he said, in Barcelona or in Bayern Munich, I'm sacked after a season like this one.
1: (laughs) Okay, you know, we... Pep, Pep, Pep jokes. Pep jokes many, many times. <laughs> Pep Thank jokes you. many times with, uh, and also in on the on the media conference. <laughs> so, the second thing he
0: said was he said that he, he talked about the idea of the atmosphere being too nice at the Etihad, and that there wasn't that there was more pressure from the supporters at Barcelona and at Bayern Munich than there is at Manchester City. Now, that comment in particular, I'm very curious. What do you think he means when he says there's more pressure on the players at those clubs from the supporters than there is at City?
1: Well, um, that refers all, only uh, to inside of the club. The club, the players and the fans, not, yeah. not, to, not to the media. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I was uh, many times at Etihad Stadium this season and I think it's very different ambience than, than other stadiums in England, in Spain or in Germany. It's mm, a very good ambience, friendly, but... In this kind, in this point of view of uh, the pressure of the fans to their rival, has are a little bit soft. And I think, mm, yes, Pep is used to, especially to to be the pressure of Bayern Munich fans inside of uh, Allianz Arena, who was a strong pressure to the rival, strong pressure to the, to, the, to the rival. And I think he means that everybody inside of the club, his, he, himself, the also Kaldun and all the, the board, the players and the fans need to need to be more strong, more energetic, more ambitious, to be on the top level. Also more critics inside. I don't refer to the to the media. I refer only inside of the club. And I think one way to improve and to jump to another level will be Uh, to be more strong in all the positions, all the the ways inside of the club. The fans pressing to the rivals, the players trying to improve, Pep trying to improve himself and not make mistakes, and the board trying to to be more ambitious, seeing better uh, players, and to try to be together, um, a better club. Gotcha. Um,
0: look, you touched upon signing better players. I know that the listeners will be desperate for your view on uh, on this summer's transfer window. Um, a few things I want to ask you, but one question you've already answered for me. So you think that Bernardo Silva will play centrally in the position really that... That David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne play in, so it's that the idea of six players for those central three positions, and it's Yaya, it's Gundawan, it's uh, Fernandinho, it's uh, KDB, and it's the two Silvers.
1: Well, first of all, uh, Pep has two big uh, um, two big means in his about his teams. First of all, to try to be to play two good players per position. Okay. Not 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 every time it's possible, but to try to be uh, two two great players in each position. And second one, to be players who can play in more than one, two, three positions. Of course, not the goalkeeper, <laughs> and but uh, players like. Uh, De Bruyne, Silva, Fernandinho, yep. Yaya Toure, uh, Bernardo Silva, who can play in different positions, Not every match, but um, in some moments, or perhaps to change during during the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the two big ways of uh, of uh, Pep's means. Uh, so, I think Pep will try to play. Four three three, uh, 3 3 next season because the team has been very comfortable with this system. Yeah. This is a basis system, not more than this. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he, he will play, of course, with three four three, or sometimes with uh, 4 2 three, one, and so on. But his main system is four three three. Four in the back, three on the middle, and three in attack. But you know, if if city has seventy percent of the time with the ball, probably this four-three-three three will be, and two-three-five.
0: Yeah,
1: two backs, um, three on the middle, and five in attack. Okay, uh, so with this with these uh, ways. The team need a goalkeeper, of course. Willy is out. Ederson is in
0: yeah.
1: or close. Well, I don't know exactly what's the moment of ben, the negotiation. Defica
0: but... announced that they've yeah. sold him to City, but City yeah. haven't announced it yet.
1: Yeah, well, um, they need, uh, the team need goalkeeper, need a full backs, of course. Uh, um, need a centre-back. And need forward.
0: Okay. In terms of the forward position, um, because you talked about, do you think that going into next season, Guardiola will want six forwards for those three positions?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think but- I think uh, the normal thing are to be mm-hmm. mm, four fullbacks. Yeah. And four. Central backs, or five. Okay. It depends. It depends, and to be six on the midfield and six on the attack. Okay. In terms of the six attacking
0: players, um, Navas is gone. Do you expect Nolito will stay and be one of those six? No. Okay. Do you think that Kelechi will stay and be one of those six? Who? Kelechi, Excuse me. Kelechi Iannaccio.
1: Uh I think no. Okay. So then currently- there are four. There are, there are four. Okay. Uh, Sterling, Sane, Kun and Gabriel Jesus. And I think uh, it's my opinion, eh? I, It's not uh, sorry, but I'm not a spokesperson of Pep. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> not, of course. I'm not uh, Manchester City staff, I'm not i ju- I'm not journalist. <laughs> it's uh, it's only my opinion, not more than this. Uh,
0: so okay, but in, so in your opinion, though, then they will they they will have to sign two forward players um, to give Pep the six that he wants.
1: I I, I think he will need to to sign minimum one forward. Okay, it depends of if finally Nolito and Kelechi will be out or not, uh, but. I think um, uh, the team needs another forward, of course, because if you have an injury of one of them, for instance, uh, Gabriel Jesus' injury last year or the seven-match bannet of Kunaguero you have a big problem. Yeah. But not, not a small problem. You have a, a, a big, big problem. If if Sane has has a has a, an, a little bit injury, and you cannot to play sixty match per season with the same players,
0: yeah,
1: you, you cannot to play with same players. Okay, uh, you you can say me uh, Leicester and Chelsea has won the last two Premier League with the same eleven players, eleven or twelve players. Okay, but. Uh, these two teams don't, didn't play European competition when they won the Premier League. But, but if you play Premier League, Champions League, and FA Cup, uh, you will play sixty matches yeah. more or less. You cannot play every three days with the same people.
0: No.
1: Okay. Because someday Kevin De Bruyne don't, be, don't will be fit or or David Silva will be tired and they don't, don't play well. You need to change this. Yeah. And the best way to change this is to be uh, two people for per position. You said and that. to compete inside and to try. Finally, finally at, at the spring time, you need to decide who will play. Okay, of course, of course. But mm, the season is not only... April and May, yeah, uh, and during all the seven first or eight first month, you need to 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 rot- rotate players and and to be safe, his healthy health.
0: Mm. Um, you touched upon Aguero there. Obviously, there's been a lot of speculation about the relationship between Guardiola and Con. What do you think their relationship is like? And do you think that Aguero will still be a city player next season?
1: I think uh Kun will be will be in, in City, of course. Less I don't know if some uh, Bill, Ch- Chinese billionaire <laughs> make an offer and Kun and Agüero would like to accept this, but uh but uh I don't I don't mean than than Kun Dong will be at City. Okay. The the relation between both are excellent. Excellent. And it's very easy to understand. When Gabriel Jesus he's arrived, um for Kun was uh, a very different situation than his last four years.
0: Yeah.
1: Aguero was the number one on the, on the attack during four years and nobody said nothing about this yep. during four years and uh, suddenly in January he's arrived a young guy from Brazil, Brazilian who in the first three matches was amazing absolutely amazing and changes all mm, the, the face of the, of the team and he uh, make a jump on the level of Sanean and Sterling also. Well, it's normal then for Kun Agüero who wasn't a comfortable situation, especially because it was new situation for him. Yeah. But when Gabriel Jesus at uh, February 18th was uh, injured, what, what was the reaction of Agüero?
0: It was amazing. I mean, it was amazing. He's played the best for me. He's played the best football almost of his entire
1: city career in okay. the last 3 months. I think he's I been ag- phenomenal. I agree with you. And that's possible to 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 be at this level and make this performance with a bad relation with your coach? Yeah. yeah. No. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um okay. But uh, but Don will be easy next season, of course. Agüero and Gabriel Jesus will be inside of the team. Okay. They will fit for one or two positions. Yeah. But that's normal. What happens at, at, Bar- at Bayern Munich with Robin, Ribery, Lewandowski, Muller, Douglas Costa, Coman? What happens at Real Madrid with uh, Cristiano Bale, uh, Morata? Benzema, Marco Asensio. So, do you think that's the type of competition that Guardiola
0: is trying to create in the squad? A, a, a I guess that it's it's kind of related to the the, the transfer window, but it's more of a, a philosophical, the philosophical idea that he really wants top players fighting for a position rather than an established this is my number nine. And then a guy like Kalechi who's
1: at a lower level that we know is at a lower level. I think that's, that's philosophy. It's absolutely necessary in the, on the football of today. Yeah. Uh, the player needs to compete every minute of every day during the training with his colleagues and during the match against his rivals. Um, you cannot to be at the top during 60 matches per year if there doesn't exist a big competence inside of the team. It's impossible. The best teams of the world are the teams who... The, uh, I, I, I talk on the 21th century, not on the 20th century. But now, at this Moment, the best teams of the world are the teams who has been internal competence yeah. um, and doesn't exist an 11 unfixed 11 unless you are a team who don't compete uh, in Europe competition but if you try to compete in three different fronts Premier League FA Cup and Champions League you need to, to, to be a strong internal competence on the squad. Okay,
0: I understand. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of my feeling as well.
1: Um, Marty, listen, um,
0: you've spoken to me for an hour. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Um, final question. Actually, I've got two questions. Firstly, are you writing another book about Pep's time at City?
1: Not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm writing a book about about um, the tactical evolution of football since uh,
0: 1863.
1: Wow! Yeah, wow! I said <laughs> every day. Every day I said the same. Why? Why I'm so crazy? Uh, but uh, it's a very stimulating job, and I read 100 books, and I I saw many many. Old matches and it's amazing how the tactical evolution has been. Um, it's amazing, and uh, I, I will publish the book. I will try to publish the book next next year, uh, the end of 2018. But of course, I I travel many times to Manchester. I I be in touch with Pep and his staff team and. I know some things and perhaps never said never.
0: Never say never. Wonderful. All right. Well, listen, on that note, uh, Marty Now, thank you so much for, for taking the time to speak to us at the podcast. We really appreciate it. You go ahead and have a lovely
1: afternoon. Thank you very much to you. It's a, it's a pleasure. And sorry again for my bad, bad English.
0: <laughs> no problem at all.